Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Philanthropic Research Labs, a practical podcast that delivers a healthy survey of quick tip advice on nonprofit healthcare fundraising. All episodes are short, action oriented, and designed to help you. And now, your host, Bill Mountcastle. Hello, and welcome to podcast episode number eight Hold on loosely, but don't let go. Today is August 19th, 2020. Yesterday I was driving in my car and a song came on and I sang along pretty loudly. The song was Hold On Loosely by the band 38 Special. The refrain of the song goes, goes, uh, just hold on loosely but don't let go. If you cling too tightly, you're going to lose control. The song, I believe, reached the top of the Billboard charts in the early 80s. The song, and me singing it, made me think about donor relations and donor retention, especially today, right now. So let me explain. Each year our fundraising landscape changes slightly based on new trends, new approaches, and the economic climate. However, no one could have predicted the unprecedented impact COVID-19 has had not only on how nonprofits fundraise, but on our everyday lives. This is a precarious time for their nonprofits and for the fundraisers that work for them. You are probably continuing to cancel exciting fundraising events and postponing in-person donor visits and meetings because we need to follow the CDC guidelines on social distancing and keeping at least six feet away from our colleagues, from our donors, and from our prospects. And while there has been some real success in healthcare fundraising and other fundraising, some donors we know are slowing down or stopping or not giving much at all. And that's because unemployment rates seem to be increasing Economic uncertainty continues to linger, and many of our volunteer leaders and boards are staying at home instead of giving their time, their talent, and their treasure. Inadvertently, this is throwing our nonprofit efforts and our plans and our fundraising goals and our fundraising year in limbo. As the feeling of uncertainty continues, this is not the time for our nonprofits to halt all of our progress. Instead, we know we have to move forward. We have to hold on to our donors. We have to retain them during these times. And we need to continue to spread awareness and encourage them to give, perhaps even give more than they do in a typical year. But we also know that we have to be less pushy, and more empathetic. That's the hold on loosely part, but don't let go. We need to hold on to our donors and communicate with them, but we also need to understand that they may be under stress or they may have anxiety, and we can't be a source of annoyance or create a miserable, pushy experience for them. We need to put 
our donor's needs above our own, always. Holding on, but loosely, is the right thing to do right now, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how much it hurts our organization or our own personal fundraising goals. It's not an easy thing to do, especially if your own nonprofit is really struggling and could use the philanthropic revenue right now. But sometimes holding on loosely but not letting go is necessary. And sometimes this isn't easy. And some fundraisers and fundraising offices aren't capable of doing it. It's difficult to put someone else's needs and their happiness above our own. Why? Because we see our organization's need. We know who needs our organization's care. And we know what our fundraising goals are. So we want to be proactive and in some cases aggressive. But it's not good to be in emergency mode all the time or to push our needs all the time. We lose credibility. It's important. We've got to tell the truth. The need is there. That has not changed. And we need to let our donors and prospects know the urgency and the stakes by being direct and strong and clear. But we must be empathetic and choose to practice patience, compassion, and empathy. Everyone is distracted, and some people are hurting, and some people are sick, or have relatives or colleagues or employees of their businesses who have died. So we need to ask and listen before we tell and explain our fundraising needs. Now is not the time to be pushy or otherwise tone deaf with our fundraising. And if we're a fundraising office leader, we need to consider to temporarily adjust our fundraising productivity goals, to avoid putting pressure on our fundraising team that translates to pressure on our prospects. Hold on loosely, but don't let go. Every donor relationship we retain is a relationship that we don't have to replace or spend money and resources on attainment once things return to normal. Rather than talking fundraising first, ask about where your donor or prospect is challenged or struggling, and then listen actively. We know donors themselves are facing unprecedented times and significant uncertainty about the financial impact on their households, on their business, on their estate plans, or their family foundations, or their donor-advised funds, and the current assets that are held there. Consider how you're going to engage, retain, and hold on in meaningful ways over the next six to nine months. Take the opportunity to share with some of your with your donors and prospects some of your organization's short and, and long-term plans and how you're addressing the COVID-19 crisis. And keep it meaningful. Think long-term. That might mean you keep conducting your video or phone call meetings, but it means you're not being a pest. Some people don't want to be social right now, or they don't want or need another Zoom meeting or call or webinar invitation from you or your organization. Yes, check in with your donors regularly. That's important. A quick how are you doing can go a long way, but do not pester 
just to meet your activity goals or your dollar raise goals or to fulfill the needs of your organization. Today, the true goal is focusing on donor retention, holding on. And yes, even organizations that have strong retention goals or or strong retention results, they're going to see some decrease over the next year. So we all have to work to find the most appropriate and impactful ways to hold on loosely and engage prospects virtually and digitally right now in the near term so we can have success in the long term. Holding on loosely, but not letting go. Not being overbearing with our organization's wants and needs. It means listening and being empathetic. And yes, it means giving our donors and prospects space, especially during these pandemic times. Give them space, but don't let go. We need our donors now, and they might need us, but they also need to have some time on their own to address the issues that they're facing. The coronavirus pandemic has led to sweeping changes and disruptions in nearly every aspect of our lives. And mandates and guidelines are changing all the time. It's easy to feel overwhelmed. It's also easy to feel pushed. And we don't want to be another source of stress or anxiety or pushiness for our donors and prospects. It is so important to practice empathy during this time, not only for others, but for ourselves as well. We need to listen to our best donors and prospective donors and imagine their situation. Try to stay connected. Try to stay be aware of what their needs and wants are and what their concerns are. Consider some of the ways that the, this pandemic has affected your donor's life. You know, Are they working from home? Have they not been able to see their grandkids? Is their business hurting? Are their own children out of their house or, or remote due to uh, working remotely due to school closures? Do they have troublesome things happening at their businesses that they own or the properties perhaps that they own that they rent or their inheritance and investments that they manage? Are their investments down or are they shrinking? Are they worried about their health or a family member? What are their situation and circumstances that they're facing right now? Always be considerate. Hold on, but hold on loosely. Sometimes we may be quick to judge philanthropists, business leaders, millionaires, and think that they have it okay without making an effort to understand how their situation and experiences are impacted and are impacting their choices, particularly their giving choices right now. Always remember that everyone reacts to our fundraising appeals differently. And today, Even our best, most successful donors may feel overwhelmed by the pandemic, its stresses, pushiness, assertive approaches, or conflicting information from news sources and government officials and social media about what's best to do with their money, their investments, and their philanthropy. So we hold on to our relationships, but we don't let go. And we cannot control how others behave or how others perceive us but we can control our own actions. Practicing empathy during the COVID-19 pandemic is absolutely 
important. Yes, even in a time of crisis, it's key that we continue to ask for financial support, support for our missions and our goals and our community efforts. But we need to keep our minds open to what others are experiencing. When communicating with our donors and prospects during this time, it's critically important to lead with empathy, not fundraising, to strive for flexibility, to not be pushy, and to model ways to prioritize health and well-being conversations. So in conclusion, listen to your donors and prospects. Understand your donor situation. Don't focus solely on your charity needs or your professional goals even. Keep telling an effective story. Be professional. Be patient. Communicate all the good things your organization is able to accomplish with donations. Continue to show you care. Continue to reach out and show how your donors are doing. The crisis, this pandemic, it'll end at some point. And when it does, the relationships that you held on to, that you gave some space but did not let go of, will ultimately pay off. And let me close this podcast by saying feel free to let me know how you feel. A year from now, how will we want to look back at this moment in our history? Tell me your thoughts. How did you hold on loosely but not let go of your important donors and prospects? What steps have you taken to retain your best donors? And have you loosened your goals and appeals? Feel free to comment, direct message, or email me at wmountcastle at health-giving.com. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Philanthropic Results Lab. Please subscribe or share the podcast with a friend. And for more information about health giving, go to www.health-giving.com or follow on Twitter at healthgiving. Thank you.